Well, good morning to you. I want to take you back. Hang on just a second. I want to have this song sung first. Um, I want to take you back. Robert, hold on to that just a moment, if you will. I want to take you back 2,000 years to a time where Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, was coming on the scene. And there's a holy time. There's a holy moment. And there's times in your life that you've experienced. It's like, this is a holy moment. And it may be the time that you've given your life to Christ. It may be a time where you've released forgiveness to somebody. It may be a time where you've loved somebody unconditional, no matter where they're at, where they've come from, and what they've been through, or what they're doing. It may be a time that you just are at a place where you say, this is a holy moment. I want us to experience a holy moment right now. And let's go back to that night. I'm going to have Debbie come and share. Oh. 
Yeah. Hallelujah. I was just like, man, that just that just makes my liver shiver. It gives me goosebumps. It's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. praise God. Let's give Jesus another hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I uh, uh, now, yeah, now we, we I got a little handout I want to put in your it put in your uh, in your home actually. My goal when we do a handout is not just to give you a piece of paper, but to be able to have it as a quick reference guide for you. So sometimes during the week or during the upcoming month, there may be some things that you want to be able to look at and you want to be able to refer to. So being able to do that, God says that his scriptures will go out and his word will go forth and it will do what it's planned and purposed to do. So a lot of times I like to put together the scriptures and stuff for you to be able to look at. And I want to talk about the great joy. How many of you know we've been talking a little bit about joy? Everybody say joy. We've been talking about joy, and we've been talking about how originally from the Old Testament how how joy is and how true joy is. And we used uh, the scripture in Nehemiah where he said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we went back and we began to look at the context and how it was used and what was going on in the nation of Israel and Judah at that time and how it, it was a time of a festival. It was a time of rejoicing. It sound, and and the, the Israel and Judah was in a difficult place. And Ezra comes out and he and Nehemiah and they come to the gate and he begins to preach. He begins to bring forth the word of God. He begins to declare. And, and the Bible says he did it from morning to midday. So turn to your neighbor and say, it's going to be all right. Pastor's not going to preach till midday this morning. All right. So you're in a safe place now for the next few minutes, at least anyways. So um, they talked about the law of Moses and how difficult it was. And I'm sure when Ezra was teaching, he was talking about how difficult it was to be able to live by the law and operate by the law. How many of you know Jesus came to fulfill the law and he's fulfilled the requirements of that law, which was a sacrifice or a blood sacrifice? You don't have to sacrifice uh, an animal. You don't have to sacrifice a goat. You don't have to sacrifice a bull. You don't have to sacrifice birds. You don't have to sacrifice pigeons. You don't have to sacrifice that. How many of you know there was one true and living lamb of God that gave his life for us, that shed his blood for us, that paid the atonement for sin? Somebody needs to say amen. I mean, I mean, he paid my debt. And we talk about this time of year and, and, uh, and Jesus and the birth of Christ. And, and, and the truth is, depending on where you read, who you read, you know, we're not sure if he was born in September. Nobody knows the exact day or the time. There's, there's some that will say he was born in January or even in February in the early, uh, late, uh, early spring. So, you know, when you look at these different things, all we know is that right now we are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Can we give Jesus, a mighty hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. So we began to talk a little bit about joy. Everybody say joy. Turn to your neighbor and say, joy is not happiness. <laughs> There's a difference. Some people are like, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. How about you? I want to be happy too. But you know, the Bible really doesn't say that, you know, we're, we're to be happy on everything. 
It actually says we're just to be holy. But he also talks about joy. And we started talking a little bit, Ron, about the difference between happiness and joy. And happiness can change an emotion. It's an emotion from we go to sad to happy. I watched that happen uh, last night with my, my grandson competing and um and he, and he was in a match, and he, and he lost, and he was disappointed because he lost. And I said, Josiah, you just get greater later. You know what I mean? And so he's just that type of, of young man that when, it, when an adversity comes, he, he really digs down. And it took him a little bit. He went from being sad. We started playing a few games, and he beat Papa on the iPad. And, you know, all of a sudden he started getting happy, and he went out, and he won the next three matches and ended up placing third. I say that from the point of happy. Happiness can be just emotional, but joy is everlasting. Say that with me. Joy is everlasting. So joy is everlasting. We can, you mean to tell me, Pastor, that I can be happy in one moment and it not be joy? Absolutely. You mean to tell me that I can be sorrowful or hurt or dealing with issues in my life, but I can still have joy in my heart, and that'll help get me through? Absolutely. But the source, and that's the thing, what is the source? I know somebody was going to ask that today. What's the source of joy? And really, we're going to take a look at that because Jesus is the source of joy. So we saw in Nehemiah where they were going by the law of Moses, and then there was a festival that came, and Ezra came, and he said, hey, look, Nehemiah said, hey, look, it's not a time to be sad. It's not a time to be weeping. It's not a time to be mourning. It's not a time to be crying or complaining or whining or griping. Come on, somebody. It's almost like now. You know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to gripe about it. I'm not going to weep about it. I'm not going to mourn about it. I want to have a time of rejoicing. And I begin to start looking at Jesus and looking at the cross, but looking at the manger and looking at all that that comes up and that holy night when Christ was born. And it brings something in me that I can't explain to you. It brings something in my spirit. It brings something within my soul, my mind, my will, and emotions. And I can smile like I just received some of the greatest gifts, and I did because his name is Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. I mean, I'm just like, oh, praise the Lord. So sometimes in the middle of the, 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 this ride that we're all on, it kind of goes, tick, 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 nah, we take off down again, and then we come back up, and then we go back down again. The roller coaster ride in which we have, it can be based on emotion, but when we have joy, true joy in Jesus, it is like a, it's like a hidden treasure that all of a sudden the farmer was able to run into, and he began to find it. And as he found it, all of a sudden he began to stop what he was doing and go get everything he had and dig that treasure up and find that treasure and reveal that treasure. I believe God's wanting to reveal something to us today. I believe that this is a beginning of, a, of, of something that we're going to step into. Recently, we've heard the prophetic words that, 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 that there's a new era. There's a new era. There's a new thing that's taking place. Can't you see it? Can you not perceive it? Do you have eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart that will conceive this? So we've talked a little bit about true joy, what true joy is, or pure joy. 
We talked a little bit about in the Old Testament that it was the delight in the law of the Lord that he meditates on it day and night, that we delight in God's word. And as we delight in God's word and and we begin to focus in and on God's word and what he can do in and through us. And how many of you know, you can't figure it out. Sometimes you just got to say, God, I can't figure this out. You know, a lot of times in our mind, we're trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, God will continue to move. So we began to look at the Hebrew word and the Hebrew word in, uh, in, in joy was mean to make glad or rejoicing. But again, it's not a, a temporary thing. It's a permanent thing in which we want to be able to have. There were two keys that we talked about in true joy. Number one was character, say character. It had to be God's character. Character is proven. Character is tried. Character is true. And the other thing that we talked about was the attributes. If we will begin to look at God for who he is, and he's a loving, kind, gentle. Are you with me? Can I keep going? Joyful. He's, he's a God that wants the best for you. Even though we might make decisions to go one path or another, God's always got another path to be able to bring us right back to him. If we start focusing on how big God is and not how big our problem is, if we start focusing on the future that God has for us, no matter what you're going through, what decisions you've made, what choices you're up against, if we begin to start focusing on those things and in what is in God's word, then we're going to stand on that and I got to leave the results to God. Can I get an amen? That's a good place to somebody say hallelujah. So when we begin to step into these things and we begin to look at these things, we begin to start doing these things, then all of a sudden it becomes in us and we begin to see the character and the attributes of God. So I want to have you turn with me to Luke chapter 2. I want to look at verses 10 and 11. In fact, um, I'm going to have to pull up my copy of what I gave you. And I'm using my phone this morning. That's amazing. Jesus is great joy. Everybody say that. Jesus is great joy. Jesus is great joy. And I just want to take a look at this word of God in, uh, in uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. Those of you got a handout, everybody's got one. You're welcome to make notes of that. Please take that home and please look over it. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your mirror when you're brushing your teeth or, you know, getting ready in the morning. Uh, Luke chapter, t- uh, chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. But the angel of the Lord said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. How many of you know there's good tidings of great joy, not just for the American people, not just for the African people, not just for the people that are born in China, not just for the Ukrainian kids. How many there is there is there is good tidings of great joy for all people. And he goes on and he says, for today in the city of David, there's been born you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And I, I put down here Romans uh, fifteen thirteen. Can we just kind of read through the word of God here real quick? And I'll, I'll stop and expound on a couple of things. And then the kids are going to come in about in about 10 minutes. And um, we're going to share with them about the joy of the Lord. Romans fifteen thirteen says, may the God of hope fill you with all. With all 
joy, and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So how many of you know Paul has, uh, he's talking about joy. He, it, the, every disciple talks about joy, and we'll go through a few of those scriptures. Of course, Galatians 5.22, some of you that know the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. So one of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. So that's a character thing that we talk about, joy. And Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, the Hebrew writer says, Therefore, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run for endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes upon who? Fixing our eyes upon who? Come on, everybody. Fixing our eyes upon the problem. Fixing our eyes upon how it's working for Tatum, but it's not working for me. Fixing our eyes upon how uh, Margie seems to just have the joy, and I don't seem to have any joy flowing out all the time. Or fixing your eyes and say, well, God's giving prophetic words to Pastor Virginia, and, and I don't get the prophetic word. Or, you know, Mario's got a certain gift, and I don't have that gift. So I'm going to keep my eyes upon what I don't have instead of on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Come on, somebody. It's about the joy of the Lord. Amen? So I I, want to just unpack this just a minute. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The beginning, the Bible says he's the Alpha and the Omega. That's the the Greek beginning and the end. The Alpha and the Omega. The author, don't you think, who authors faith? Come on, it's not a trick question. Who authors faith? Amen? Jesus. So, oh, oh, come on, somebody. What he has begun, he will finish. Turn to your neighbor and say, I think that's pretty good. Come on, tell your neighbor and say, I think that's pretty good. He will finish what he has begun. He will finish. But I want us to look up there. So let's look back at, at verse 1. Since we have so a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us do what? Lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us. Now, a lot of times everybody's coming forward to hear about babe, Jesus' baby in the manger, the little baby. But what about if there is encumbrances, and the Bible says, and sin? Think about that a moment. It's not the sin that entangles us, although it is partly that. But there's obviously something that is not a sin that the Bible calls an encumbrance. And that does what? Tangles us up. What is that? Have you thought about that? We know that sin can trip us up. We know that sin can do that. We know that the Bible says to know the good you ought to do and not to do it. It is sin. So we've all sinned and come short from the glory of God. Hello? 
The Bible says there's none righteous, no, not one. We don't obtain our righteousness on but what I do or don't do. It's but what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Can I get an amen to that? Come on, turn your neighbor and say amen. So we begin to look at this scripture and it says, oh, my phone turned off. I need my I need my wife to help me out. Keep this thing on a little bit longer. She said, I, I got it said, I'm sure to go off in a minute and a half. Look at your scripture again. Let us lay aside, say lay aside, every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let us run with endurance the race set before us. Because these things can weight us down. These things are not, can I say it this way, are not aerodynamic. They don't make you, you know, they don't make you quicker. They're not aerodynamic. It's like uh, trying to run with a four by eight sheet of plywood in front of you. How about that? (laughs) So he says, he says, fixing our eyes upon Jesus. We've got to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. I, I love it that we had a president-elect stand up and say, we can now say Merry Christmas. I don't like the idea that our society has gotten to the point where some people say, well, you know, we can't even say Merry Christmas. But now there's things that are beginning to open up. So he goes on, and because we need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, and Jesus is the reason for this season. It's, it's the gift If we would relate all gift giving to the greatest gift that we received, and that's through what Jesus has been given to us. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen? Amen. So if we can begin to relate all of that. You know, we gave the gifts at Riverside. We gave over 500 and some gifts at Riverside recently, last week. and, um, and, And those gifts were given because of Jesus, the greatest gift that's given to us. So let's look what James says. So we see what Paul says about joy. We see the Hebrew writer talks about the joy set before him. And he endured this cross. Let me go back there. Let me just, I don't want to pass by something here, Lord. It says, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The joy set before him endured the cross. Now, we know what Jesus has gone through and how horrible and terrible that was in the cross. We celebrate that Resurrection Sunday time of year. We celebrate not just his death, his burial, but the resurrection. Amen? So he says, he goes on right here, and he says, despising the shame. He was ridiculed. He was made fun of. You're not the king of Israel. You're not who you say you are. All these people that are following you, all these things. He despised the shame. Now, what that means, when you look at that word in the Hebrew, it literally means he didn't let that bother him. How many times have we allowed our mistakes to bother us? How many times have we allowed what other people said about us bother us? Come on, somebody. And we see Jesus right here. He says, despising shame. How did he do that? Could it have been possible that he was looking at the joy set in front of him? That's what the word says. 
could have been possible that that when he was going through everything he went through, enduring on the cross, getting to a place where when he looked at them and they made fun of him and they ridiculed him on the cross, that he could look down and still say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Do you know why? Somebody say joy. Somebody shout joy. Joy. It's going to be the joy. He was looking at something that a lot of times we don't even look at. A lot of times we don't think it's there. A lot of times with me, I just give me another cookie. Let me have another, you know, chocolate piece of chocolate cake. I'll be feeling good about myself, and that will bring me joy. How many of you know it doesn't bring you true joy? Only Jesus can bring you true joy. Can I get an amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, it's, it's about Jesus. Come on, tell them it's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Let me move on. So James, James, oh, I love James. James says, consider it all. Oh, yeah, great, James. Thanks a lot. But thinking about what Jesus has done and has gone through and what he's been up against, he says, consider it all joy, my brother, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That word perfect is mature. It's not without blemish, spot or wrinkle. We can't do that. Only Christ can do that for us. Only Christ can do that for us. First Peter, and though you have seen him, you love him, and though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy, inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith and salvation of your souls. Somebody say joy. I got the kids coming in here. I love it. This joy. First Peter four twelve and 13 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. Strange things. Oh, what? It's so strange. There's some really some strange things are happening. He's like, hey, you got, don't you know that they're just going to happen? So don't, don't act like it's a strange thing. A lot of times people think the supernatural is a strange thing. And it should be a normal thing for the believers. Can I get an amen? I got an amen out of Pastor Virginia up here. He says, he says, but to the degree that you, you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of glory that you may rejoice with exultation. First John 1, 4. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. Second John 12. Though I have many things to write to you, I do not want you to not want to do so on paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak to you face to face. This was John. He said, so that your joy may be made full. Oh, so my joy can be made full. So maybe I'm operating in a joy that may not seem full, but it can be made full. Just saying. How about 3 John 4? He says, I have no greater joy than this, than to hear my children walking in truth. And I left some scriptures there for Jesus and joy because we know in Matthew 13, the hidden treasure I talked a little bit about earlier. It says they hear the word of God and they receive it with joy. Everybody say joy. 
I'm almost done. Luke 15, 7 says, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents than over 99 righteous persons who needs no repentance. I mean, when one person repents, it's like heaven. All of a sudden, there's a ripple effect. You know, I saw, I, I was, I saw, um, uh, I heard this message and it was almost like that God, you know, God has so many different dimensions. Okay, and we know that there's worship going on in the throne room of heaven and that the angels are 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 around the throne. And it's almost like God moves and they see another dimension and they go, holy, 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 holy. And they look at God again and he moves in a different way and they go, holy, 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 holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. Can you imagine angels every th- all of a sudden, every second or nanosecond or whatever, they're just worshiping God and they're seeing something different that they hadn't seen before. And it's the holiness of God. And I think when we start looking at the holiness of God, there's something within us that starts to bring joy in our life to say, I know my problems are difficult, but God's got a way to get through it. I know things in this life can be hard, but God's got a way to get through it. I know I don't have it all figured out, but God's got a way to get through it. And all of a sudden, we focus on Him, we focus on His Word, we focus on His life, and we focus on Jesus, and there becomes a great joy that comes upon our life. Somebody needs to shout a shout of joy this morning. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm leaving those scriptures for you to to take a look at them. I want to read John 16. He says, truly, truly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will be turned into. Oh, come on, somebody. When I, I love it. He, you know, ladies, you hear, he's got you right here. I mean, God's just so cool because he's just got you right here. He's like, whenever a woman is in labor, she has pain because of her hour has come. And when she gives birth to the child, how long does it take? Then all of a sudden, there's no longer an anguish because the joy of that child. Oh, come on, ladies. I mean, it's like, oh, oh, I'm giving birth. And then when that baby comes, it's like, ah, I can't experience that. You know what? God is God loves you ladies so much that he gives you the opportunity to experience that. And that is great joy. Amen. So it really reminds me of the kids. Amen. And we've got the kids that are coming in here today. So listen, great joy. Everybody say great joy. Where does great joy come from? It comes from Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Hey, Richard, can I get you guys to, will you do this? Mario, will you grab this real quick? I want to move this out of the way. The kids are going to come. We're going to have them sing a couple songs, and then I want to share with them and give them some gifts. Is that okay? Okay. Sarah, Jeremy, you guys want to have the kids come on up, and and uh, let's give the Lord a great hand clap of our great joys, our great joys. Amen? Your children and grandchildren. There's no greater joy than this. That when a man would lay down his life for us, and that's Jesus. Yeah, we can move this. These are my gifts to them. So this part of my message. Awesome. Can I put it over here?
Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown.
Yeah, okay, you guys be seated. You guys can be seated out there too. Um, I want to finish up my message here today. So you guys sit right down there, sit down there, sit down there. I want you to take one of these. Chloe, you can have one. I want you guys to take one of these, okay? Take them. We're going to pass. Everybody's going to get one. We've got enough for everybody. Good. Good. Messiah, you want to take one? Callan, you want to take one? Okay, does anybody know what this is? Anybody know what it can represent? Jesus' blood and the and the white is the holiness and the purity of God. And the red represents the blood that was shed on the cross for us. But I want you to turn it up and see what letter it makes. What letter does it make? Okay. Can everybody make it make it look like a J and hold it up to your moms and your grandparents and your family that's out there? Okay. All right. So what letter is that? Everybody all together? That's a J. That also stands for Jesus. Now, I've got a, another gift that I want to be able to give you because we, in, as the adults out here, well, you know what we've been talking about? We've been talking about joy. Can you say joy? And what letter starts with joy? J. J. And what do you have in your hand? A J. So we're going to say this J represents Jesus, okay? We're going to say this J right here represents Jesus, right? What does that candy cane? Now, this, you know what? This may be, you may understand, this may be, oops, this may be upside down with your candy cane. This is probably how it really needs to be, right? Because, yeah, it could be a staff, but I want it for today's purposes. Let's that. That's a J, and that's going to be for Jesus. Okay. Now, okay, you you guys, this is hard. This is hard to give you guys this, but you can't open this yet. Now, guess what this is? I want everybody to have one of these. You can have one, too. Do not do not open it yet. We can't open it. Only mommy and daddy and can and grandmas and they get the ones that can tell you when you can open it. So I want you to get one out of there. Awesome. Get one out. Get one out. Your great your kids, your moms are gonna really appreciate me. There you go, you got one. You're gonna really appreciate Pastor Shelley. So be your parents. This is really from all of us to you. Uh-oh. Now comes Zane when things get a little interesting over here. Okay, you guys got one? Everybody got one yet? You got one? Okay. Show me, uh, show me, hold up the J for Jesus. No, for Jesus. Where's the Jesus J? Okay. Now, this J right here is for joy. You are so smart. Everybody say joy. Okay. So we've been, we've been teaching your, the adults, your moms and your grandmoms and granddads and your dads. We've been teaching them that true joy comes from Jesus. So hold this up first. This is true joy. Say true joy. And where does it come from? Now hold your other one up. 
Where does true joy come from? It comes from Jesus. So that that's what, so now they're going to always remember that you can be happy sometimes. And how many of you know, sometimes eating these M&Ms, my tummy's going to be happy. Right? But after a while, too many of these are not good for me. But Jesus is always good for you. Okay? So hold up your Jesus. Hold up J for Jesus with one hand. Hold them up so moms and grandparents can see them. Now get ready and hold up the other one. That's joy. Say, Jesus is my joy. Okay, awesome. Let's give the Lord some hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Okay. I was going to have you guys, I want you guys to turn around and look at the screen. Because I want you to see, I've got a little video that goes right along with you guys, that I want you to see what Christmas is really about. Okay? This is the true meaning of Christmas. Lights down, please. And check this out. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? What is Christmas all about? I can tell you what Christmas is all about. What is Christmas all about? And guess what? God gave Jesus as a gift. And Pastor Shelley and I want to give you guys another gift. Is that okay? Okay. We want you to take one of these cards. These are for you. And then once you get your card, you can go back and sit down with your with your family, okay? Whoops. Sorry about that. I got too many things in my hand. There you go. Take one of those. There you go. You got that? Good. Got it? Tiffany? Callan? Good? You did get one. That's right. I gave you one earlier. That's right. No, these are for you. That's for you. That's not for your mama. That's for you. These are for you guys. You what, baby? You're welcome, buddy. You are welcome. 
figured out a way to yep, make it. Got you one too. I figured out a way to make G, um, joy comes from Jesus. Joy comes from Jesus. Okay. Awesome. Hey, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the children here this morning. Hey, does anybody want some chili? It's chilly out. It's funny in our household when it gets kind of cold. Shelly's wanting chili. She's wanting soup, especially when it gets cold. Um, we're going to take a few minutes. We're just going to go ahead and dismiss and go into the fellowship hall today. Um, we Everybody is invited. We've got food enough for everybody today. Um, I hope, are they pretty much ready for us to come on in? We're going to pray and then we're going to dismiss. You guys go in. Do this first. Go in and claim your seats, sit, find where you're going to sit at, then go ahead and get in line. How about, how about everybody stand to your feet and we'll, um, we'll pray over the food today. Amen. Can we give the Lord another hand clap of praise for these children? So that's pretty cool. I was, I was like, when you started showing Charlie Brown, I was like, oh no, they got it. They got it. We got to remember to keep Jesus the reason for the season. Can we do that? Let's pray today. Father, we are just grateful and thankful for your blessings on our life. We thank you that joy, true joy, comes from Jesus. And Jesus, you are our great joy. We bless our food. We bless those that prepared it. We bless the winners of the chili uh, cook-off. We bless those that even come in second, third, and fourth place. And God, we just ask you just to be part of our fellowship time today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hey, God bless you guys. God bless.